Hey everyone, it's Camber here with YoPro in the know. We are here with Alicia Kiamagara, 33-year-old market analysis specialist at Carrier Corporation in Indianapolis. Alicia, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Camber. Pleasure to be here. So first, let's get started. Actually, before we even dive into the questions, um, one thing with the YoPro that we always like to talk about is how we were connected to you. So Stacy Mailer, one of our former interviews um, connected us with Alicia. And so just wanted to make sure I got that in there. Um, so thank you, Stacy, if you're watching and listening. Um, so first up, Alicia, if you can just give us a really high level overview of your background. So who you are, where you're from, what you're currently doing, and then we'll dive into all of those details. Sounds good, Kimber. So I'm originally from Ohio and then I moved to Florida and now I'm in Indiana. Um, and as far as my career background, it's pretty varied. I started out as a soldering technician making MRI machines, if you can believe that. Okay. And I have worked in an Alzheimer's Institute, a neuroscience laboratory, organizational development, management consulting, and now I'm focusing on my data science career in marketing and economics. So basically the only thing I haven't done is juggling, which who knows what the future holds for me. Right, who knows? That could be the next, <laughs> next career path. Um, well, thank you for that recap. Before we talk about what you're currently doing, what, when you look, when you take a step back and you look at all of those areas that you have worked in, what are some key overlaps? So I think one of the things that I've learned looking back on that variety is no matter what you're doing, you can always learn something from that experience and take it to your next step. So like I was building MRI machines and how does that apply to data science? Well, it taught me how to be really detail oriented and keep track of procedure. Which when you're dealing with programming or communicating analytics, you really have to keep that in mind. So no matter what you're doing, there's always going to be something that you can take away from it. Mm -hmm. I think that's very applicable for a lot of jobs. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, talk about what you're doing currently and how long have you been in this role? So I've been in this role for three years now. I joined the Carrier Corporation in 2017, um, and it's kind of morphed from sales support to more strategic support and marketing programs. So I compile information from across the United States and uh, for the entire HVAC industry and put it together down at the county level so that our uh, dealers in those areas can really see where they can boost certain product sales. So a lot of that information is compiled uh, from the government or from uh, our dealer information and uh, our, our sales information from our own databases. And you just have to kind of put it all together and make sense of it so that an executive can look at it and go, hmm, we should do this. So that's, that's been a really interesting project and it continues to evolve in terms of uh, how the company is managing data, which is something that a lot of companies are really taking a strategic look at right now. Absolutely. Which brings me to my next question, which was how have you been impacted by this time period with COVID-19? Hmm, that's a great question. My role with data analysis really hasn't been impacted except that now I'm working from home. This is not my office. This right. Is my I was going to say nice background. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and that has made for an interesting set of challenges because before when you needed to work with your team or when you needed to get a decision made, you could just walk down the hallway. And now you really have to put more effort into building those relationships, which for someone who is detail oriented and data focused, building relationships is not always my strong suit. So I think it's been actually a really great advantage to have to focus on that skill set. It helps me to really know who in the company can push certain projects forward. So I'm actually taking on additional projects that have expanded my data skill set as well as my communication skill set in the effort to maintain those relationships. Sounds like this has been a really good growth opportunity for you. I mean, no, I think we hear a lot of negative stuff in the news, but it's situations like this that do present opportunities and not for individuals, but for companies and for governments. And I think you're seeing a lot of change right now and people are, they're worried and concerned about the future, but that's just because they don't know if what they're doing is going to work, but mm -hmm. they're doing something different in my experience usually is a good thing because it, it gives you more information. It helps you build out what you can do and what you can't do and uh, understand how to become more adaptable. Absolutely. I would agree with that. I mean, I think this has been a really good reset for a lot of people, including me, um, in my job in my personal life and in my yo prono work. So really cool to kind of wrap that all together and see how it's affecting people the same, but differently. Um, talk about a hardship that you've experienced in your professional career. So it doesn't have to be in your current role, but what has been a hardship for you and how did you overcome that? What did you learn from that? So I graduated with a major in psychology in 2009, which as you probably know, was the worst job market in US history mm -hmm. until COVID of course. Right, until now. Right, so at the time I took whatever job I could get, which ended up being um, a technician role, which had nothing to do with my major. And I had a stable income, I had good benefits, and everyone was telling me that I had this great career path, you know, in 10 years I could be a manager. And I reflected on that and realized it's not what I wanted. It wasn't what I was passionate about. I just didn't see myself doing that. So, I ended up doing something that everyone around me told me was absolutely crazy. My mom yelled at me for it. My friends were telling me I was, I was stupid, but I quit. In the middle of the toughest job market in US history, wow. I quit. Mm -hmm. And I contacted a professor that was working in a laboratory doing research I was interested in and asked if I could volunteer and work for free. And of course he said yes. So I went somewhere with no income to a new city I had never been in before and didn't know anybody. But I got the experience that I needed to position myself so that when a job opportunity did become available in the area I wanted, in the field I was searching for, 
I was ready and I was able to take control of that. And I ended up becoming a laboratory manager and working on experiments from the International Space Station. And it was such a rewarding experience. And it was really the best decision I could have made. So right now, there are people graduating, there are people searching for jobs and it's really tough, but sometimes you have to take experiences in places where you wouldn't normally have looked mm-hmm. you can position yourself when the job market is better to be where you need to be to just jump on that next opportunity. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't look. Taking experiences in places you normally wouldn't look. I like that. I think some people don't think, I mean, you just look at that, you hear that, and you think that there's a lot of risk associated with it. But I think you have to acknowledge that, like you said, like you knew that there, there may be a risk, but you did it and look how it turned out. So I think that's really cool for others to listen to. Um, you are 33 years old which is, you know, just right in the middle, really, of the young professional years. 21 to 39 is that time frame. Um, What's something that you believed when you were in your earlier young professional years that you wish you hadn't necessarily believed? That everybody knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So when I first started my career, I would look at people that had developed careers that were in these high-level director positions that were executives. And I looked at them and thought, they've got this all figured out. They know how the game is played. They know how you know, the, the data is put together. They know how the company functions. And the more experience I got, the more I realized nobody knows what the right answers are. Mm-hmm. And you get better at figuring out what the right answers are for you and your career. And you can learn how a company functions and who to go to for help. But in the end, you're the ones making your own decisions. And um, there's no way to know if those are the right decisions and sometimes there's, there's more than one right decision. Sometimes there is no right decision. So, you know, I think analysis paralysis can be a big issue when you're constantly researching. You're young. You're trying to find the right answer. You've been to school your whole life. You know, you, you're trying to find the back of the book for life. Mm-hmm. Are, and, you know, sometimes you just have to take that risk. You just have to make that decision and, you know, make experiences learn about yourself, learn about the world and apply what you've learned and just, just do it over and over again. To make those decisions. I think that's very spot on. Um, and something that I've totally experienced in my early young professional years, which I would still say I'm very much still in, um, moving away from the workplace and work conversation. Um, talk about, you know, what it's like being a young professional personally in the cities that you've lived in. What have you found rewarding? What have you really enjoyed? Maybe what have you not enjoyed? Mm -hmm. So as a young professional, obviously your job takes up a lot of your time, but I would say, don't forget to give back to your community. I always found a way to 
volunteer somewhere or to offer my services or to uh, I've sp spoken at high schools for kids that need career advice. I have volunteered with young children, you know, tutoring. Um, of course, I met Stacy through the uh, Young Professionals Organization where I, I launched and managed a mentorship program to connect uh, experienced professionals with young professionals so they could learn from each other. Mm -hmm. So there's always a way to give back in some shape or form. And those can be great experiences as well for your career. I mean, uh, I learned management and leadership from the Young Professionals Organization. And now I'm a mom and that experience tutoring kids is you know, coming in handy. So you just never know how those experiences are going to help you. So I just say get as much experience in, in any field that you can. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, well, Alicia, we touched on a lot of really important things today in your interview. So thank you for your time. I want to leave with one question that I started asking people because I recognize that, you know, Zoom is not going away. Um, why did you choose that background for your, uh, your Zoom background today? That's a great question. So as I mentioned, I am a mom. So the rest of the house is a mess. This is <laughs> background we have that looks semi-professional. <laughs> yeah, it looks very professional. Honestly, it looks more professional than my plant. Um, so Plants I, I like it. <laughs> and, and I have to ask how, um, how old you said you're a mom? Yes. So my son is 13 months old and he recently discovered walking. And so now he, we're constantly chasing him. Oh my around. gosh. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. next interview we can, you know, see the, the, the rest of the house, but no, I'm kidding. Um, but Alicia, thank you so much for your time today. Really I'm happy to, to hear from you and thank you for taking the time. Sure. Thanks for reaching out to me and I look forward to seeing more of these interviews in the future.